Blog Talk Radio. can't believe we're finally back on Tuesday because as everybody knows, last Tuesday, we were all working and everything and I couldn't get the show done in time. And You know, uh, Sonia, I hate to rush home and try to put everything together at the last minute because it's just completely impossible. But real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com to get all the latest information on there. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that more. I am still so sick. I don't know what the problem is. I've been, I've taken so much Elka-Seltzer Plus that I think I've like belched out cancer and everything because I've just been overloading myself. But first of all, uh, Sonia, how are you? I haven't talked to you in such a long time. I know. It's been a while. I'm doing good. I've been working (laughs) and being a mom. (laughs) Well, we were supposed to have the big meeting on Sunday, which was huge. And and it's it's okay. Well, uh, Manny was like we talked about when we had that show that was you know super open and honest. He said, "Hey man, I got a chance to work a double, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it." And I'm like, "Yeah man, do your thing," you know, because he's trying to yeah. put some money away because you never know what's gonna come up between now and then, which is kind of a good thing yeah. that the uh, show isn't till June 26th, so it kind of gives us a chance to get our stuff together or whatever. So I talked to Manny and I'm like, "Dude, we got it. We definitely have to meet." This Sunday, even though it seems like it's still a ways off, you know it'll it'll be here before yeah. you know it. We gotta get we gotta get stuff together or whatever. So this Sunday, we should we should be able to all meet. Um, it, okay. it is so important that I'm gonna put the chairs and the tables and stuff in, in the back of my car in case we can't find a table over there where we usually meet, so that we can all sit down and, and get some stuff. Because a, a lot of stuff has happened in between now and then, you know. Um, yeah. We talked a little bit earlier about this. As I tried to tell people, whatever, yeah, man, I'm the booker, but Manny is the main man. He's the one who pays people or whatever. But people just kept calling me, go, bro, can you put this guy on the show? Can you help me out? Can you get, well, this guy wants to work. And I work well. And I'm like, dude, the card is set. I'm so sorry. You know, and my phone was ringing at 11 o'clock at night. And it's just, it's just, so you kind of get what I'm going, Sonia. It's a kind of a good thing, yeah. but it's kind of a bad thing because people want to be on this show, but it just, I don't have room for everybody. And we talked about this. You know what I'm talking about, right, Sonia? Yep. I do know what you're talking about. And then for them to be calling you late like that, like, if you start, uh, if you call me after nine, it better be an emergency. I, that's what I'm saying. And a lot of people have left the group chat because, you know, people, are, and I put on there when we first started, please don't, don't put anything up there after nine because people have lives and they got to go to work or whatever. But real quick, before I get into uh, some, coming up about the 715 hour, Daniel, I don't know why they call him Manchichi Ramirez. He's coming on. Uh, uh, I saw him at the show on Sunday and you know, those, you know, those folding chairs that, that you rent when Manny rents them, yeah. they're, the, they're yeah. pretty, pretty new. They're the, the white ones. Well, well, we yeah. were at the show and, and, I, you know, it was so hot out there. It was outside. There was a shade, couple of shade spots. So we took our chairs and put them in the shade, but it was on an incline. 
So when I first sat oh. down, I almost I almost went head over heels because I was on that incline. So, you know, we were I kind of had to put my butt towards the end of the chair so that it wouldn't fall backwards or whatever. So so Daniel is was the referee for for the show, and he came and was messing around and he went and he went and sat on my lap and I could feel the legs going out and I'm like get up get up because <laughs> if that if that chair breaks. You know, and I land on my nalgas and go head over heels. Everybody's gonna start laughing or whatever. So, anyways, we'll, we're gonna talk talk a little bit about that when we get him on here. But for the people listeners, don't forget UWC big show coming up. It's called Major Love. It's Sunday, June 26th. It's at the Metroflex Sports Complex in Hawaiian Gardens. The doors open at 1:30. First match is at two. Tickets are $25, kids 15. We've got VIP tickets available. Don't forget main event, Santana Jackson and Sean Black versus Hellman Rosecrown and Guy Cool. We've been putting quite a bit into this show. So although we did not get to meet this Sunday, Sonia, on, on your end and PG Jello and Pete Jr. and Mike, has, has there been any sort of new developments or anything like that or everything right now? is Because like I just told you, people have been calling me to try to get on the show. What about yourself? So there is something that I do want to discuss with you guys for the meeting, but the meeting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nothing big, just, though. Just... No, it's it's just weird how things come up because I I had something come up over the um over the weekend that is huge. Uh-huh. It's it's humongous. You know, you never know what what's going to happen. So so something that came up is huge that needs to be discussed because it 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 involves all the wrestlers. And it involves the show, and and once again, I have to tell Manny that it was spot on because I guess the people who have seen this show, seen all the the lights and the bells and the whistles and everything, and they they definitely want to come and check it out. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. I dropped my mic at the meeting. I got such bad arthritis, but real quick before we continue on, uh, go ahead. Did you want to say something, Sonia? I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just laughing at your arthritis. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, and, and, and the thing is, my wife bought me a really nice mic setup, you know, that you just plug everything into, put the headphones on and go, and and it's been sitting in my in my hallway for I don't know how long because I'm too lazy to test it, so I have the little one, you know the one that you get from the 99 cent store that, that it plugs into the yeah. computer and it has little headphones with a yeah. little mic for karaoke, that's what I've been using, because by the time I get home, from work, you know, I got I don't have time. Yeah. I gotta get everything going, so I haven't had a chance to to test out that mic yet. So we'll do that. But our friend Tony Ray's, he's got a big show coming up this uh, Saturday, so I want to plug that real quick for him because yeah. he's always been real good helping us out. So three PWA yeah, presents yeah. Raise the Roof, which you know Tony Ray's is R A Z E. It's called Raise the Roof. It's this Saturday, May fourteenth. It's at the American Legion Post 72, and it's at 936 Lemon Avenue in the city of Anaheim. Doors open at 630, bell time at 7 p.m. $25 general admission, $35 if you want the front row. Jimmy Mayhem and AJ Mana versus Tony Reyes and Sean Black. That's going to be huge. So you want to check it out. And the the team that's been really hot, which we have for us, Guy Cool and Hellman Rosecrown, they're going to be taking on Robbie Phoenix and Ruben Iglesias. That's going to be a huge match right there. So make sure you check it out. If you want more information, you can call 818-873-3PWA for more info. I'll give that number uh, towards the end of the show. 
you know, when we get going uh, towards the end. So if you don't get it on this one, just have some pen and paper ready, and you can get it there. Also, <laughs> Kitalavera has an open challenge for the Vixen title. And for some reason, when they have women, it draws. I mean, we saw uh, somebody named Susie versus uh, Zyra, and, I mean, people just went nuts. And Zyra took them. I mean, you know, it's all asphalt out there. So when she did oh, that dive and hit all asphalt, oh, my God, I thought, oh, she's done. Her knees are going to be so scraped up. It's just going to be skin or whatever. But she was okay. Luckily, she had knee pads on, but they were all tore up. And I'm like, I'm standing up and plug, go, man, you're more of a woman than I could ever be a man because I wouldn't dive off into that asphalt <laughs> for, for nothing. But yeah. they they went. It, it was pretty cool. It was it was pretty cool because it was only uh, $10. It was fan appreciation day or whatever. And it was 10 bucks to get in. And then they had I, – I think this is a lot of big part of it too. Not only did they have tacos de carnitas and carne asada and, and uh, tacos de pollo and all that stuff, the another, next one over had pupusas, and they had uh, yeah. like pupusas with – oh, it was, I can't eat those because it's too much bread for me, and I'll blow up in a second. But okay. uh, what's his name was there? Uh, Principe Peru was there. And I was talking to him, and then he had a big plate with ribs. I'm like, dude, where'd you get this? Oh, you got to go to this truck over here. So there was just like food galore. It was amazing uh-huh. or whatever. So I did have some tacos or whatever, but I didn't. But I was so nervous that I was going to fly off that chair that I had to stand up and eat or whatever. So then my legs started hurting. But anyways, that's, <laughs> that's, another, that's another story or whatever. So real quick, I, I want to get to um, – to Daniel. Oh, he just gave me a different number. God darn it. <clears throat> I want to get to him, but before, we, but before we continue on, real quick, give me an update on PG Jello. How's the, how's the um, training been going? Has she been steadily going to training wrestling as well as uh, her MMA training? Honestly, no. She hasn't been doing the wrestling so much because um, I've been working too much, and then she started a job too, so she's just been going to CSW mostly right now. And then with gas prices to get to Taz's gym, Oh, it's like a forty-minute drive from where I live. Yeah, <laughs> so that, I kind of had to like, and then, um, you know how my youngest one got attacked at work. She has yeah. to go like to the doctor's a lot right now too. So, um, I just been having a lot, so I haven't been able to take her. Yeah, too too wrestling. She, she's, she's failing kidding. her driving test. Oh, <laughs> so, but she's still been been training and keeping in shape. Yes. Yeah, she stays. And if she doesn't go to the gym, uh, she trains with Michael. She does boxing at home with him. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. She has a, that's good we have a little setup for her. Yeah, we have to keep <laughs> we have to keep everything sharp or whatever. I missed I missed two days of training because I was sick, which sucks. That's the worst part. Well, put it this way, I was so sick. First of all, I'm a big Judge Judy fan. I mean, I have to watch Judge Judy. I think she's she's the best thing since sliced bread because she just makes me laugh because people go like they'll go oh. Um, I put a phone, I bought him a phone and put it in my name. She goes, well, what'd you put it in your name for? And she goes, because his credit was bad. And she goes, well, what did I tell you? <laughs> they go, yeah. I don't know. She goes, well, you stupid. I can't think stupid. What do you want me to do? <laughs> just, so uh, I <laughs> was so, so blunt. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I, I, I laid down at, it was about quarter after three. And I told my wife, well, wake uh-huh. me up at four o'clock for Judge Judy. So she tried to wake me up for four, for four o'clock. I never woke up. I slept all the way through until seven o'clock this morning. So it was like fifteen yeah. hours of sleep or whatever. But you know when you're you sick, man, you just, that. 
yeah, man, my head my head felt like it weighed a thousand pounds. So I I misjudged oh, you. That sucked yeah. or whatever. And then I don't even watch Raw anymore because it's just. You know, I, well, we're going to talk about that in the news later because if, if we have some time, I want to talk about that because, you know, I have a big problem, like I say, on the fence with the luchadores that go to WWE and they, you know, I feel happy for them because, you know, they're making good money or whatever. And then I feel bad for them because they just don't really know how to use them and they kind of get buried, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah. I did it. Garza did an interview in Spanish. Um, I got to see most of it, about three quarters of it, and he had a whole different take. I mean, it was amazing when he talked about it and stuff. So I want to talk a little bit about that in the news later on, but let's take a break. Let me get Daniel uh, Monchichi Ramirez in here. We'll talk to him about uh, some Pururesu, some XPW days, and some stuff like that. So let me take the first break. We'll be right back after this with Daniel Monchichi Ramirez. Hang on, everybody. For the people listening, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com. And your host, Fabi Chulo, I'm here with Sonia. And we're talking a little bit about getting ready for the big show that is Major Love. It's funny because I put that question out, why it's called Major Love, and nobody got it until I put it out there. And was like, oh, you're right. You're, you're right. That is in that song or whatever. But I saw um, Santana when he was wrestling for Inoki Dojo. And I don't, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about that to see if, I, I, I think he can't use the Michael Jackson stuff. There's, cause he comes out to a different song. So we're going to work around yeah. it or whatever. I just, I, but if he could come out to that song, that's just going to make it even better because that, that, um, that song is like the epitome of, of what he does. So it suffice to say, if we can get that, it, it'd be awesome. So let's give um, Daniel yeah. Monchichi Ramirez a call. Let me just put this in here real quick. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it picks up because he gave me a, a different number right towards the end. And it's not even ringing. Maybe he's on track phone and it's pay as you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the one in burner phones. Or maybe he has a house. Phone. I, I think I'm, I think I'm one of the few that only one of the only few that that has still has a house phone. Oh yeah, I don't have a house phone. Everybody <laughs> has cell phones. Hello. Hey, Danielle, it's Fabiano. You're live on UWC Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? Yes, I can hear you, buddy. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Real quick for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com for all the latest information. And on the line with us right now, 
uh, I, I've got to ask him why they call him Monchichi, but Daniel Ramirez. Real quick, uh, Daniel, I'm here with my co-host, <laughs> Sonia Marquez. Sonia, say hello, Daniel. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good, Sonia. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. <clears throat> I'm trying, I'm trying well, not to cough. Somebody has a cough, COVID. COVID, you got to cover your mouth, COVID. I've been, I've been in the medical <laughs> business for years. Away. Yeah, they've already yeah. tested me twice. They want to make sure that you are, have nothing or whatever, and I've come up uh, negative twice. So real quick, Daniel, there's so much I want to talk about, but before we get into to, to talking about what I wanted to talk about, and, of course, we'll cover GXWTV, but let's, let's go back a little bit. I've been around for a long time, and, and I retired for a little while, but then I came back because my daughter started wrestling, so I you know, got back into the scene. So it, it gave me a chance to kind of go to some of these shows and check out different shows and just be a fan, just to check out some of the talent. So one of the first ones I went to was the, U, uh, it was the UEW show. It was at the Metroflex Gym in Long Beach. Um, it's when uh, Sean Black wrestled... Uh, What's his name? They had a hardcore match, and they went through the tables and all that crap. And this is the first time I had seen Daniel Manchichi Ramirez. And this guy, I said, did they get – how many Red Bulls did they give this guy? I was asking Daniel Hernandez, who was right. I said, who is this dude? I go, he is, like, all over the place. Uh, and she's like, well, we, sometimes we call him Speedball, but then sometimes we call him Manchichi or whatever. So that was my first – that was my first uh, – time at seeing you know you live at a show doing announcing and, and, and helping out like that so real quick before we get into talking about you know xpw and Puro and stuff like that tell because you've been in the business for a while you know i've seen you know working with santino brothers and stuff like that so talk a little bit about that how you got into the business of where where you got started and working with chris claus and all that how you got involved in all that well first of all you have a daughter that wrestles yes <laughs> Anywhere, like a, like a promotion, a school, what kind of wrestling? No, she she wrestled for a few times. It started in OCCW for Orange County Championship Wrestling. And then she started, she was working as a manager. And I said, well, if you're going to be a manager, you got to learn to take a bump, man. You got to be able to protect yourself and stuff. So I started working with her. And you know how it is, man. Once the women, they get their yeah. name out there, they get, I mean, they are so in demand. She's getting calls from everywhere. So she's just been training and working mostly for for local stuff like us and stuff like that. And she was there at the show last Sunday. She was sitting right in front of me. But when you sat on the chair and almost broke it, I was so scared. I was holding on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first of all, it, 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 first of all, it's not going to be a man's world anymore. It's going to be a woman's world now with sports because we as men, we cry for anything. But women, man, women can have a broken leg, a broken <laughs> hand, and it's still be cooking and doing the, you know, the tortillas and planchando, and they're still going to be wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> shout out to your dark wrestling. But um, I started back around 92, 93, and it's funny because I worked at Target, and I was in charge of the Christmas trees. And when the trees used to come in, I used to wrestle the trees, right? I used to do body slams, suplex, and all that shit. Wait, mm-hmm. I could cuss, right? I could say bad words? Sure. Okay. Ah, let me, let me, let me, uh, proper myself more professional. Yeah, so here I am wrestling with some trees. <laughs> and then next, the next aisle next to me, I hear somebody else wrestling with the trees. And I look out and I was like, hey, what are you doing? I was a supervisor. He's like um, wrestling the trees, and this guy's name is Carlos Torres. He also wrestled as Hombre de Oro, and this is back ninety two, ninety three. And he told me about a place called Slammers in Sun Valley, 
and he told me, do you wrestle? Go, yeah, I, I wrestled in junior high against high school kids. So back then wrestling, you had a vouch, somebody had a vouch for you. I don't know if, if you go that back far, but be, be any, any promotion, you can just go and wrestle. Somebody had a vouch for you, right. and Carlos Torres vouched for me. And um, I was teaching wrestling, but they needed somebody short to make the wrestlers look tall. So that's how I got stuck as a referee. And my stage, my first stage name was Jackie Jackie Colombo, <laughs> and that was his family. that was Fabulous Mula was there, uh, Sam Houston, uh, Terry Funk, uh, that kid from the Wonder Years. I forgot his name. Jason Jason Hardy. Um, yes, I didn't I didn't get to see him, but you know his picture was on the wall, and that's where I met the good old Dynamite D, who. Uh, who has, you know, yeah, he was, he's responsible for a lot of names are out there, you know? Yeah. And um, from there, in Slammers, back then, there was only, from what I remember, it was only us Slammers, and we had a crowd of 10. <laughs> and uh, when, we, when we trained, I remember we used, to, we used to train for three hours, and then take an hour lunch, and then train another three hours, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, and the other promotion I think that came up was I think Martins, uh, I think UPW something like that. But um, I don't know if you know Ed Ferreira. Yes, you know Ed Ferreira. Um, Ed Ferreira trained at Slammers in. in um, I don't know if you know this, but I am dubbed part of the uh, uh, the Godfathers of so-called wrestling. And uh -huh. so a few of us were adopted, you know, named in that group, um, and that's Ed Ferreira gave us the name. You know Ed, Ed Ferreira, right? Absolutely. Okay, in case your fans or audience doesn't know, let the audience know who is Ed Ferreira. He, he was like the, the, I know he had his own, like one of the first ones that started the promotion that actually started to get out. And I, I don't want to say social media because it wasn't around back then, but he started to get SoCal Wrestling out into the, into the mainstream, right? Yeah, he was a writer for WWE at the time that Stone right. Cold uh, the, during the, uh, the Attitude Era with um, the other guy. I keep forgetting the other Ron uh, Vince fucking forget what's the other guy's name. It was Ed Ferrant and the other guy uh, Vince Russo. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So that was and and at Slammers, that's where I met Kevin Kleinrock. Right. And um, yeah, so I go back Slammers back ninety two, ninety three, somewhere around there. That's why I started wrestling and. Um, and, and from there, um, do you want me to go on or do you want me to? <laughs> no, man. Because well, there's a lot of story. I, I want to get the background because it's weird because you, a lot of people, like, I work for Kevin Kleinrock now, you know, because uh, on Lucha Central. I have a show on Tuesdays, I mean, on Sundays with him. So it's weird how, you know, oh, I, nice. I worked for XPW uh, a couple of times and stuff. And so we know the same people, but I didn't, you know, meet you until that UEW show. Hey, you know, and you know what? Um, I'm glad you have a good relationship with your daughter. I have five kids, and I'm a grandfather now. I have grandkids, five kids, five grandkids, and two ex-wives. And I have a girlfriend that has a girlfriend. Not just kidding. I don't have a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> but um, um, you know, it's 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 good when kids follow you. But it's bad when you're in a, in a in a horrible relationship where there's abuse and and you know when there's a a, a divorce, it's the family split and the kids don't really get to follow your 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 you know. And that's what happened with me, you know. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was just tough, man. I, I love wrestling. Wrestling is what saved my life. Wrestling is what got me out of trouble. And, and you know, I have five kids, four of my first, one of my second one, and wrestling is what, what helped me and saved me a lot from getting in trouble. But um, um, after Slammers, you know, I worked a little bit with Kevin Clarock at uh, SCCW uh, in Curaje. And I had I had to retire a couple of times, you know, like you know, like I'm, I'm like Ozzy Osbourne. I retire and I go back, but because of family problems, because of my, you know, I had to retire from wrestling. Not because I wanted to, but because the relationship was in. I had no support. It was it was just it was just a battle. Yeah, but, um, which happens. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because you know you always want to follow your dreams and you want to be with people that celebrate life with you, not people that tolerate you. And, you know, for me, when you said that your daughter's not wrestling, that's awesome, bro, because now my kids are older. You know, my kids are, like, 28. The, my youngest one is 21. Right. And my oldest son told me, my oldest one told me, Dad, I want to do wrestling with you. And I'm like, now, you know, three, like, years later, like, <laughs> I'm all, yeah, well, yeah, he wants to rest and stuff like that. And my grandkids love wrestling, so now my grandkids want to hang out with me, you know? They want to go yeah. to the shows and stuff like that. But, they think um, it's cool. Yeah, it's good, right? And it's like um, it's just it's 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 like you need to follow your dreams. Period. So, all your fans that are listening to right listening right now, follow your dream. Uh, be with people that have the same ambition. And if anybody tells you that you're wrong, that means you're doing something good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's something yeah. illegal, then it's that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I worked for Tap Out for for seven years. And, and <clears throat> Charles Lewis, who was the, the mask, who was the main man, he always said that. He goes, because we, we were doing, you know, uh, so-called podcasts and everything back then, even though it was a radio station, a little small one at Santa Monica, and people would, oh, dude, we had so much hate. And he was like, man, if you don't have a little haterism in your game, then you ain't doing something right. Because that just means people want. And you know what a, what a good example was, what he said? He goes, look at John Cena. Everybody hates that guy, but they want to be him. You know, because he's muscular and he's got good looks and all that. He goes, that's why they hate him, because <clears throat> they want to beat him. My dad kinda... loves being hated. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is that, you know is that what? Saying is saying? Uh, my dad wait, 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 I didn't hear what you got to say. You hated <laughs> him? <laughs> no, my, no, I'm not I'm not his daughter. I'm uh, Pistol Pete's daughter. But <laughs> oh, my sorry. dad, he was always the hill, and he loved being hated. I probably should have I probably should have made that clear. I when when I first started, now we're talking nineteen ninety two, that's who I trained with, Pistol Pete Marquez. And and this is Sonia Marquez, his daughter. So I probably yeah. should have made that clear before we got going or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's so it's so similar. You know, and I you know, real quick for the people listening you're here, you're at UWC radio and we're talking to Daniel Bonchichi Ramirez and I got Sonia with me and it, it's. I hate to be that that old, uh, you know, grizzled old veteran man or whatever. But I, I enjoyed, and, and I'm just going to be honest. When, when I was coming up, and we're talking a little bit about WPW World Power Wrestling with Martin Marine and people like that. I, I always had a full time job, so I never worried about pay yeah. and stuff like that. I just wanted the good matches. But I had so much fun just hanging, you know, with, with the guys. We do these these three, four-day road trips, you know. You go Friday, Saturday, and then, like, twice right. on Sunday or whatever, and just hanging out with, like, like 
little Cholo when he was like 14 years old, dude, when we were doing these trips. And I just had so much fun hanging out and, and being on the road and stuff like that and staying like four people to a room and all that. I, I really enjoyed it. And it seems like that's kind of lost you know, now it seems like everybody's kind of oh, yeah. about themselves, you know what I mean? And they want to be on social media and they want to be a star. You kind of see that coming, Daniel, or, or am I just that grizzled old man? No, that we're too grizzled, man, because <laughs> like I said, like before, I mean, before, when you want when you want to be a wrestler, somebody had a vouch for you. You couldn't judge. Yeah. And now, now bookers, they, promoters book their friends and, and they make their friends a champion and their friends Stock, you know, and, and but you, you know, you're right. I mean, I love K-Fabe. I love all school. But I mean, like for example, the XBW show, the last show that we had. Uh, I'm not gonna mention names, but there was this one guy uh, that um, he he kind of screwed himself over because he didn't want to share a room with me and some other guy. He wanted his own room. And and I remember Rob. Rob Black and we were like it was like almost two o'clock in the morning, uh, uh, Friday night, uh, Friday, Friday, Saturday morning, two o'clock in the morning. We're at the venue, we're all tired, and this guy called Rob. Like, Can I get my own room? And Rob's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, he's like you're nobody. Like, I'm, I'm booking all these guys, and they're sharing it. And you want your own room? And then she walks away, and he tells him, well, you don't know Monchichi. He's a wild guy. He parties and does drugs and, and brings girls. And, and, I, and Ralph's like, so fucking what? You're like, who, who, who does it? Like, you know, most of these guys, you know, not most of but, you know, it's a, it's a wild crew. But, um, yeah, and this guy ended up, this guy ended up leaving, and, and he, he screwed it because right after he left, Ralph's like, all right, let's go. And we left. You know, we went to our rooms, and... I think, you know, lucky for that he left because now I had my own room with, uh, with the other guy, some guy named Matt, you know, and, um, yeah. but that just goes to show that people don't want to work. People don't want, people want to get hand fed. Like they don't want to put in the words, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah. like when I see Martin, when I see Martin, like uh, every time I see Martin, I will help him tear down the ring. Mm -hmm. and, and people look at me, hey, Munch, why you're a veteran, you need to do that. Well, fuck them, Martin's my friend, and everybody's been doing this, you know? And, yeah. and it, what bothers me, when it, what bothers me is when people hide from doing Green Crew, or, you know, they, all of a sudden they got to leave, or, or they don't stick around to help out with the fucking chairs or the ring. And, and that's, that's lost, you know? It's like, there's no, there's no government in, in wrestling. People want to do whatever they want, and there's nobody, there's nobody there to enforce, hey, what the fuck are you going? Help out. There's nobody there. Because yeah. if you tell somebody, hey, go through that, oh, she yelled at me, I'm offended, and now you're canceled. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and before, back in the day, you didn't even think of talking back like that. You were just like, hey, man, I'm paying okay, my I'm... dues. I got it. And you never stopped paying your dues. You know what I mean? Because if somebody, a promoter's yeah. and all that, you're like, hey, bro, let me help. Let me get this. Let me get this done. We're all trying to get to the same, you know, to the promised land. But real quick, I got to take a quick break. Can you hang on for a little bit, uh, Daniel? Sure. Yeah, hang on. Let me take a quick break real quick. I got a reset. We'll be right, right back after this. Hang on, everybody. Okay.
quick reset. Let me put this on for uh, for what we we're just talking about. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put up the ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you hear when you do that. But real quick for yeah. the people listeners, you're here. You're at. <clears throat> UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com to get all the latest information. And we're talking to Daniel Monchichi Ramirez, talking about the old days, man, paying your dues, getting your stuff together, just hanging out on the road, you know, and stuff like that. It, it really meant a lot. Um, I, I'm going to give my, my worst story real quick, and then we'll see if Daniel Monchichi Ramirez can give his story. Um, I was working for Kiss and Carisma back in the day and we were doing a whole thing we're, we're doing uh tijuana on friday and then we're going to ensenada on saturday and then sunday we're going to puerto peñasco or something like that can't remember for sure so we did the show in tj on friday and then we took off and we headed to ensenada and you know they, they got us a hotel out there and everything so uh it was funny because it, it was me blue panther vampiro it was a whole bunch of guys you know this is like the first time i worked with them so i don't want to say i was like starstruck or marky mark and the funky bunch but but i really was but anyways so we get get up in the morning and and you know the the paper the the la opinion i i'm reading the 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 la opinion just to to check out what's going on and that night that we left they had shot up all of revolution uh the the main street in tijuana and they killed like two clergymen like two priests or whatever so i see and i go Hey, bro, I go, they just shot up all of Revolution last night or whatever, you know, and he goes, oh, no, no, Fabiano, don't worry, they don't shoot the wrestlers, they just, and I'm like, what, are they going to come up and ask you for a wrestler? And then you say, yeah, they're not going to shoot And he goes, they don't shoot, so I said, man. I'm going to do this show because I owe you, but after this, I'm going home, man. I'm not going to Puerto Peñasco <laughs> or whatever. So I, that was like hey. the scariest I've ever been because when you when you ain't can shoot clergymen and priests, you know, I was legitimately scared or whatever. So, um, uh, Daniel, you got any stories like that or what's the worst that's ever happened to you in something something like that? Man, I got a lot of stories, bro. What's the worst? Just give me the worst. So, uh, man, oh, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you. Okay, here, here, we're in Guadalajara, the art, the auditorium in Guadalajara, and we're filming for Revolución Lucha, Revolución Lucha, Revolución X Lucha Libre. And it was Kevin Clyrock, so we're, we were on Televisa. It was Vampiro, Ron Killings, X-Pac, uh, Chaos, Superstar Chaos. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I forgot who else. But, uh, oh, and, uh, and uh, uh, what's his name? Ah, damn, Aaron Aguilera. And, um, you know, I was a ref, and, um, you know, we almost caused a riot. Well, Aaron Aguilera <laughs> and Chaos got the local wrestler who wrestled under the, the name Flash, they they messed him up and they put the Mexican flag over over him and then oh, they spit on the flag and they spit on it. Oh, dude! Of course, you know here in the United States you could do that, right? So right. they almost caused a riot. And Aaron and Galera Chaos don't speak Spanish, and I do, so they tell us, guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys need to get the fuck out of here because they want to kill you guys. So yeah. go up to the back and and and, and they told me, gang, take Chaos with you. And talk to the driver, you know, tell him in Spanish what's going on, and, and you know, because, you know, they're going to fuck you guys up, you know? And <laughs> so, Chaos and I, we're, we're walking, you know, we're walking, 
we were trying to sneak out, and here's this luchador in his you know, in foot and tie with his mask on, and he sees us. He's like, hey, you. And we're like, fuck. And, and ble- I mean, it, it, at that moment, Chaos and I, we hold each other's hand. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, damn, we're fuck, dude. Like, hey, ven pa' acá. Hey, ven pa' acá. Like, fuck, dude. And we're like, you know, and he's and the guy goes, tú eres Chaos, huh? Your name's Chaos? And Chaos is like, yeah, dude, my name's Chaos. And he reaches inside his, his, his coat, right? And, like, he pulls out what we thought was a gun. He pulls out an XPW DVD. Oh, and he shit. takes his mask off, and he goes, uh, you, you sang? You sang? <laughs> and they say, you know, he goes, hey, Picasso, hey. And all these residents come out of nowhere, and they all take their mask off, you and they're asking for chaos signature and his autograph. And we're like, fuck, dude, yeah, we take his picture, whatever. And then when we, when we left, we, like, we got a taxi. We were going back. We looked at each other. We just fucking laughed our ass about you. But, yeah, dude. But, hey, that's, that's the recognition that we got from XPW. You know, XPW made, made us, you know? Well, uh, me, the reason they got the me, name Monkey. Well, real quick before before we you, we get into that, let me let me just I gotta I gotta get this in real quick. You know, I I had known Joey for and Supreme too for a long time. We were all coming up because back then there wasn't that much American wrestling. There was a lot of lucha. So if you didn't work lucha shows, you didn't work that much. So I worked a lot. I never worked right. against Supreme, but I worked with him quite a few times. And the same thing with Joey. You know, worked with him a lot, but never worked right. against him. But um. I had no, you know, back then, Joey was like a, a, a young kid, kind of skinny with his curly, curly hair, you know, or whatever. And then yeah. I hadn't seen him in a while. So then when I worked the, the, the first show for XPW, when I got my, my uh, eardrum busted by Pogo the Clown, you know, it was when <laughs> we, were in the, in, we were in the crowd and we were going to, you know, jump the fence. It was like the job squad or whatever. So so we were in, in the what crowd. What venue was this? It was at the Olympic, at the Olympic Auditorium. Okay. And we jumped the barricade okay, and Pogo no. laid, us, laid us all out. Me for real. But anyways, so, <laughs> but, that, but that show, I hadn't seen Joey in a long time. And it was when he wrestled against uh, uh, Psicosis and Nosawa. So when they hit his uh-huh. music and he comes out, I was like, dude, you know, G- GQ Money is an effing genius, bro, because all of a sudden this rock superstar came out that was all in good shape, nice tan, kept the belt on, and even the music that he came out to, you know, and everything. I'm like, who's the effing genius behind this? I mean, it was totally different from what I knew. So when you say rock superstar, that's what it was. You know, GQ Money doesn't get as much credit as he should because, I mean, I, I saw that and I was like, man, he really – you know, made a rock superstar. But anyways, so that that's was my introduction into XPW. But go ahead, t- talk a little bit about that because you you did a lot of work with them, and talk a little bit about working with Chris Kloss because Chris Kloss to me seems like the epitome of you know like like he really is into the business and wants to make sure that it gets out there you know a certain way. Yeah, well. well um, with the the thing with chaos at that time, XPW at that moment. I wasn't there. Like I tell mm-hmm. you, I, I retired from wrestling and I go back. But um, uh, the name Machi Cheese 
I got it from Rob Black. And <laughs> I remember like my face I had I had a lot of facial hair and, and at that time I didn't shave, you know, and so we were at the XPW uh, office and, and back then it was Van Nuys in Van Nuys, close to uh, uh rest in peace, Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way. And um Rob Black looks at me and by the way, Rob Black and I were both 48. We're both the same age, which at that time I didn't know, you know. <laughs> yeah. But he looks at me and he's like, he's like, what the fuck? What? What's? What's your fucking face? You have all these fucking hair, like, <laughs> what, what, you fucking shit. What the fuck's matter with you? You know what? You, you remind me of a fucking Machichi dog. As a matter of fact, that's your fucking name, Daddy Machichi. From now on, we're gonna call you fucking Machichi. And that was it, and it stuck till then. <laughs> you know? And that's exactly but, the way he uh, used to talk. <laughs> yeah, and he talks like that, you know? And he's from New York, you know? And, and, and tell you real quick, Rob Black, I mean, you, you know Rob Black, you gotta, I mean, if you go to this website, the, the, the uh, com, he has like an autobiography, where at the bottom he has two of them. Um, if you look, I mean, you'll get, you'll get, you get to know how he is if you, if you look at those videos. You know, because he he's like an, an another uh, he's at another level. You know what I mean? Right. And and I mean that in like in a positive way because I've worked with uh, like for example I worked with David Marquez, I worked with Kim McClam, right? I worked with Ryan Katz, I worked with a lot you know a lot of big names and stuff like that. And um, yeah. And Rob like and she's just like at another level. It was like, and you gotta you kind of almost kind of want to like know and learn from him because that could help you you know achieve different you know. Like a, like a different, he has a different mindset, you know. And you yeah. always got, you always have to respect everybody's mindset because we're all different and we can learn from everybody, you know. Yeah. But um, I just remember the XPW. I, I was retired already again. Uh, like before XPW, I was already retired, and I get a call from um, I don't know if you know Patrick Hernandez. Oh yeah. He's the other, yeah, he's a good friend of mine, and Patrick and I, we go way back, I mean, back in 1981, maybe maybe not, some of your fans aren't old enough, but back in 1981, <laughs> uh, the same year that the Los Angeles Dodgers beat the New York Yankees for the World Series, Patrick Hernandez and I, we played for Mary Macklet Dodgers C Division, it's right here in Pacoima. We played against the Santa Rosa Yankees, and we won the championship. That's how back. That's how far back Patrick and I go. You know. Okay. So I was retired from wrestling, and Patrick called me and he told me, "Hey, I need you to get back into wrestling. I need you back as a ref. I need your help." I'm like, "For what? I'm I'm done wrestling. I can. I got a family. Blah blah blah. This and that." And he's like, "Nah, dude, I need you." And then he started telling me all these names: Kevin Clyrex involved. Dynamite D's involved, you know, and all this chaos and Supreme and 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 at that time I knew Chaos and Supreme from a uh, uh, promotion we did at the Pacoima uh, Boys and Cl- uh, Boys and Girls Club, but then he when he said Chris Claus, I was like Chris Claus, and back then Chris uh, Chris was it Chris Cross, Chris <laughs> Ross, something like that. Remember the rapper? The, yeah, uh, yeah Chris. the two little black kids. Somebody yeah, Chris. Said, uh, somebody yeah. said it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Chris Claus, the rappers? And they're like, no, Chris Claus. And then I thought, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, the comedian? He's like, no, Chris Claus. You know, and, and then he was telling me, he did SCCW. Now, 
I don't. I only did one show for SCTW and SCW, so I was like, who the fuck is Chris Claus? And then <laughs> when I met Chris Claus, I go, oh shit! I remember him because Chris Claus was one of those fans at Slammers that he was. And I say antagonist. Oh, I can't. My fucking English is not good. He would annoy the wrestlers because he was this skinny, tall kid with a flat top, and he was like, like he is. I mean, if you imagine him back then with all these fucking, you know, uh, hormones and fucking like loud and shit, like he would distract the wrestlers. But that's how I remember him. That you know, because I didn't talk to him back in Slammers. And yeah. Him and I, we became friends at XPW. That's when we, me and him became. He's my best friend. Dude. I love that guy. He's my best friend. You yeah. know. Yeah. And and Chris Claus. I mean, we have an award called the Chris Claus Award, because I don't know if you remember back in the Monday Night Wars, uh, when WCW or WWE came to Los Angeles. If you watch any shows that were filmed in Los Angeles, if you saw the fans you will see this guy with a sample mask holding an XPW sign. It's funny because you'll see him walking up from the, the left to right with the XPW sign. You'll see him walking. And then you'll see him, like, two minutes later, running back with the XPW sign, and you see the security <laughs> following him. Like, trying to throw him out. <laughs> yeah, dude, because he was out there, and he was like, he, he would have the sign, and people would say, oh, yeah, I saw the XPW sign. So... Chris Claus, he, he's one of those guys that will make you know about XPW. When he fired, he fired. When he talked about you, yeah. people will know because he, he, you know, and that's why we gave the Chris Claus Award uh, uh, yeah. because of that, you know? Yeah, but, he, was, um, he was You know, hardcore. he talked about. Yeah, huh? he was hardcore XPW. I mean, that dude's always been yes, uh, yes. the bell ringer or the, what do you, what do you call it, for whom the bell tolls for XPW. <laughs> real quick, I'm sorry, man, because I'm running up against the clock, but real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're at <clears throat> UWC Radio, and we're talking to Daniel Monchichi Ramirez, and I got, of course, Sonia with me. Real quick, Daniel, you know, we, we, we have to do, uh, <clears throat> have to do a show that we, there's a lot of stuff that I think I can talk about uh, uh, off the air that you could talk about off the air, but we have to find a venue that we can talk about certain things because just from what, what we've been talking about right now, I think we both have the same type of thing going. But but before I, uh, I get out of here, because I run up against the clock, tell, talk to me a little bit about yeah. the, this GXWTV. Uh, let, me, let me talk about Border of Sioux next real quick. We got a show yeah, for go Border of Sioux June 12th real quick. Yeah, June 12th at the Xander Sports Arena, 205 West Torrance Boulevard, Carson. Uh, we got Nightmare, Dr. Maldad, Psychosis, Zodacal, uh, Jimmy Mayhem, Rana, Fugitivo Jr., Blood Eagle, Durango. And June 12th, we will have Dragon from AAA, Dragon from AAA, uh-huh. Aerostar, and Alex Gracia. Gracia, I, I can't, like, I can't, I thought it was Garcia, but I got chewed out earlier because I, I, oh, I do the flyers for Puerto Rico, by the way. <laughs> so I do yeah. the flyers, but it's Alex, Alex Garcia and, and Dragon and Aerostar will be June 12th at the Xander Sports Arena. Yeah, and that's then we also in, uh, have the XCW show, huh? Yeah, that's over Carson. Carson, you know? We also yeah. have the XCW show, um, June 25th. We have Satan Supreme. We have um, Steph Delander, De uh, Dark Shantan, Diona Parazzo. Man, I know I'm saying Ooh. some of these names wrong. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, these girls, these girls are awesome, dude. Taya, Valkyrie, yeah. and uh, you got Taya Dark, check it out, because, I mean, these girls are badass. Camille, and uh, like I say, Sage and Supreme, and dude, Slack, Slack will be there, Big F and Joe will be there. That's at the ex, uh, the third room, Pomona. The tickets there are, are at tickets.com. For Burrosu, it's ticketon.com. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, real quick, um, Chris Claus, I think, broke a record for the last XPW show where he um, was uh, the, uh, a one-man commentating for six hours and yeah, 43 I heard about minutes. That. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then also um, the Puerto Shoes, they're they're part of the Noki Dojo, so they are yes. opening up a new school in Carson. Um, they uh, I'm gonna be teaching to be a referee in Noki Dojo, and for both those people who don't know Noki, they were they also were part of training Daniel Bryanson. Um, oh, yeah. They're the ones who got Finn Balor booked in New Japan. They also uh, trained a little bit with PJ Perkins, who back there was Puma, Chris Hero, Nakamura, Carl, Carl Anderson, Samoa Joe, Teddy Hart. And then China was the first woman to come out of uh, Inoki, as, as also then Amazing Khan came out of there. But yeah. um, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's huge. Let me tell you something. Just – Kaya Valkyrie alone at that XPW show, and then you throw in Diana Porrazo and, and Sage Sid, that's going to be huge, man. So the people definitely have to check that out. And the Puresu, uh show that's at the Xander Sports Arena, that's a cool venue. It's like a soccer field that's converted yeah. into the into the luchas and everything. I've been to two shows there, and both of them have been slamming. My nephew, uh, I call him Little Baby Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch because it was cool. Alberto Carrillo <laughs> was there and, and Carlitos and, and yeah. Ultimo Dragon. Yeah. I mean, it, it really keeps me in good with, with him because that's all. Now, I'm his favorite uncle because I take him to all the shows. But real quick, talk a little bit about GSWTV. <laughs> GSWTV, it's Chris Kloss, Martin Torreya, and myself. Yes. We're like the sports center of uh, it, SoCal Wrestling. We are working with production, with uh, promotions with MPW Millennium Pro Wrestling that's uh, owned by Logan X. Uh, yeah. We're also with e- EWF, Jason Hernandez, um, Crimson Cup Wrestling, that's uh, Kyle Wild, uh, with, uh, also hopefully with XPW. Uh, there's other promotions out there, and what it is, it's just like <coughs> the, uh, uh, a sports center of of uh, SoCal Wrestling and uh, any promotion that wants to be part of it. We are filming parts for this year. And uh, hopefully by next year, my goal for next year is to be on the uh, the uh, uh, Roku 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 apps. Uh huh. We're working with a guy named Jonathan Jonathan Jonathan. His Jonathan, but um, we're gonna be uh, uh, talking about these uh, so-called wrestling promotions. That we're gonna do a top five contenders. Like remember Pro Wrestling Illustrated when they had yeah. the magazine when you open it up and it had these like all these companies and they had their top ten. Yeah, we're gonna that do was the cool. same thing with the promotions that yeah, with the promotions that are working with us, we're gonna put the top five. And uh for right now we're thinking about <laughs> a monthly show but hopefully uh it's just the funds that we don't have to be running weekly. But uh, that's the thing that we're we're working with. It's uh global extreme wrestling television, GXW T V um, and, and it's just all this stuff that I'm working with. It, we're building it for a, to launch it for next year on the Roku app. 
And yeah, King Fabi, cool. you could be part of it also, you know? Yeah, no doubt. I can have you there doing Valley Park <laughs> Perfect. As long as I'm and I'm cool. But it's funny because I've known no, uh, uh, I, I called him Logan Tan for, for so many years because, you know, it's Logan with an X. And he would go, God dang it, Fabiano, it's Logan X. It's not Logan Tan. And, you know, he's a, he was a police officer. But now he's a detective, so I'm like, I see him and he's got his gun and everything. All right, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I Logan X, Logan X. But <laughs> I always had a good time doing those shows. And he back in the day, he he had Samoan Joe, Adam Pierce, you know, all those people doing his shows and all that. And he's continued on as well. So it's good that you got something like GXWTV, you know, to keep everything going and keep it in perspective. I think that's cool to have it, you know, like that. Yeah. But real quick, before we get out of here, because I'm, now I'm over. But, you know, they'll kick us out of here because we're Mexican. But anyways, real quick, I just <laughs> just want to get your thoughts on this. I used uh, uh, When we were wrestling, uh, my partner, uh, Sergio, and I, we were getting older. I mean, we were barely, like, in our 30s or whatever. He's like, hey, bro, we're getting old. Uh, I'm, I'm taking classes for broadcasting. Do you want to do a show and all that? I'm like, yeah. And it was started out as pro wrestling but then turned into MMA. So we had a show for XPW, and we had uh, White Trash, Johnny Webb, Joey Chaos, and Supreme on the show. It was a little uh, uh, AM radio that, w- that covered most of Santa Monica and stuff like that. And we had a studio out in Sunset and Hobart. And we've had big names on there. Eddie Bravo, Tap Out Crew, Frank Trigg, all these fighters. But when we had the XPW guys on there, they, that was the first time ever we did an hour and a half and the people called in and said, hey, can you do another hour? And we were like, yeah. So this is, to me, why Supreme was the real deal. He came now, – now, the show was early. It was 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the afternoon. So that's early for some people. So Supreme comes, and yeah. for breakfast, yeah. he brought a can of Copenhagen and a flask of Jack Daniels. That was his breakfast. So when they <laughs> yeah, called in, yeah. and said, hey, they said, hey, can you do another hour? And I, I you know, I went around the room, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to Supreme. He goes, first of all, is there a liquor store that's close to here? And I'm like, yeah, it's right on the corner. He goes, okay, because I got to get another can of Copenhagen and get some more Jack Daniels, and I'll do another hour. And I thought he was messing around. I'll be goddamn. We took a break. He walked to that corner, got a can of Copenhagen and a little <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels, and, and finished it within the next hour and a half. And I'm like, dude, if that's yeah. not the real deal, I don't know who is. So real quick, give me your thoughts on Supreme before we get out of here. Man, Supreme, bro, man, I love that. That was my boy, man. And we should, we should make these hard fucking jokes. We should joke about it. I mean, I can't say some of the jokes we say about, but dude, his 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 tolerance for pain, like yeah. we will we will fuck around a lot. We play, we did pranks with each other, you know. And one time he stood next to me and he he flicked my nut. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you don't want to hit your nuts. He's like, oh, he, he's like, well, bitch, you can't take that nut. Fucking shit, fucking hurts your nuts. He's like, go ahead and punch my nut. Well, fuck me. I go, kick my nuts. He goes, kick me in my nuts. I'm like, nah, dude. He's like, go ahead, kick me. Go for real. Yeah. So fucking kick the bomb, the fucking nuts. He looked at me and then he flicked my 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 other nut with his other finger. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. And, and was just, his calling for pain was fucking incredible, dude. But yeah, and, and when know, he would just mess around, yeah, just mess around. When he would hit you, he would hit you hard because he hit Joey one time in front of me. He was like, "God dang it, man!" And he was like, "You can't take that!" Here. Boom! And he hit him again. I'm like, "God dang!" So yeah. hey, hey, that, hey, man, may that dude rest in peace. That was the real deal. I mean, that that was yeah. not just a gimmick. That supreme. That was yeah. him. You know, or whatever. So I mean, I yeah. that I'll never forget that memory. 
seeing somebody down two cans of Copenhagen and, and two flasks of Jack Daniels for breakfast, that is the real yeah. deal. But anyways, Daniel Monchichi Ramirez, man, I appreciate you coming on. I wish we had more time because we could probably go on forever. But for the people listening, yes, don't forget, can. check out Pururesu, June 12th. It's going to be back over there in the city of Carson. We'll keep everybody up to date on that, as well as June 25th. Mm-hmm. Big XPW show in Pomona. We'll keep everybody up to date on that. If you want to check out Daniel, just put Daniel E. Ramirez in your little search engine. He'll come up. He keeps everybody up to date on that. If you go to a show, just be prepared. Have your chair uh, embedded into the cement because he might come sit on your lap. If the chair busts, I don't want to get... I don't want to get busted for breaking the rental chair, so just be prepared. Real quick, real quick. Uh, um, there's a podcast that I'm doing. It's the Red Bat, the Grand Bat, and me at the Black Bat, and we are called the Batos Locos. Oh, yeah, Batos Locos. <laughs> yeah, you know, Batos, but Bat, Batos Locos. Yes. I'm the Black Bat, the, the Red Bat, can't tell you who it is. The Grand, the Grand Bat, I can't say who he is, but he has something to do with somebody we just talked about that was part of XPW, and he, 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 you got to check it out. The Batos Locos, and yeah, dude. <laughs> so, I yeah. saw that I saw that on your Facebook page. So if you go to, to Daniel E. Ramirez on the Facebook page, there's a link up on there if you want to check it out. So we'll make sure we let everybody know about that, too, before we get out. So, Daniel, a million thank yous for coming on, man. I'll see you soon. I'll be hitting up one of those food wrestling shows again because I just like to go sit back, have a good time, check out the talent, and it, it's always cool. I've known Nightmare for ages, dude. He was wrestling with me back in the Kiss and Carisma days. And I don't want to date myself, but I wrestled with Fugitivo's father, Fugitivo Sr. So, it, oh, wow. I mean, I, I'm an old man, but we'll keep in touch for sure. All right, my man? And, you know, I, I don't mind coming on again, but this time, like, I want to hear Sonia. Like, she was, she was quiet this whole time. She was saying she just laughed. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, she, she you know, know, in the beginning, we, we, yeah, we talk, and then I get going and all that. I got, and then Manny goes, man, you forgot all about Sonia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she gets, she comes in with the news and stuff, so I get her opinion on that, but we'll do it for sure. So for the people listeners, don't I forget, Daniel E. Ramirez, check him out. He keeps everybody up to date on there. We'll be right get right back after this. Oh, Thank you, also, Daniel. We'll they also love, they also, they, all right, but they also check out the GXW TV uh, Facebook account. GXW TV Facebook account. All right, I'll be sure to give it at the end. We'll be right yeah. back after this. Hang on, everybody. saying I'm gonna get I, I'll be out there by eight o'clock because the Kings are playing and and it's tied at two two in the series so we got to make sure and watch it but then I get going man and you know Sonia especially with somebody that's been around for for a long time you know you get talking about reminiscing and all that you know how it is but for the people listening to us you're here you're at UWC Radio I got Sonia here with me talking a little bit to Daniel Iramides Monchichi or whatever we're gonna have to put a PG parental guidance suggested on this show because (laughs) for the people listening, don't forget big show coming up. UWC uh, major love coming up on June 26th. Hold on a second. 
I have to text him back. Um, so what, did I just text you back or was that me? Oh, no, I got it. Okay, we're yeah, good. Yeah, you got it. Why did you send is, me a picture with you and your calzones? <laughs> did you know what? Hey, you know what I did is I hung up on Sonia, who's my co-host, and, and I left you on the air. All right. Hey, I'm sorry about that. I got to reset now. Hey, I've only been doing this for 17 years. Hey, I'm sorry, Danielle. I, I got to take this break and get Sonia back on. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Hold on a second. Oh my god. Hello. Hey, are you still there? Yes. Yeah, this is how dumb I am. I hung up on you and and left uh <laughs> Daniela on on the line. But anyways, <laughs> I thought it could Dude, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm, I'm all over the place. But real quick for the people, this is back here on UWC Radio. I got Sonia with me. Uh talk a little bit about um big show coming up for Major Love. I mean, we'll keep everybody posted on that. You know, Sonia, that's the, one of the main things, too, on the big Sunday meeting is we have that VIP ticket, you know, and you could get, yes. you know, four, two adult, four children tickets and all that. So we, we've got so much stuff to talk about. But in the news, we, we expanded on it a little bit before. And I think I've gotten your take on this before. And it, it if you're – this is – times like this is when I wish Pete was here because I really would like to get his – thought on that because I go back and forth and some people have different opinions like the Chivos. The Chivos say, hey man, if the luchadores can get into WWE and make all that money, more power to them. I could care less what they do with them or whatever. But me, I'm like, dude, you know, I'm happy that they get there, but they don't you know, they don't know how to use them, and they just look stupid. And then they have them putting over Randy Orton, who has no talent or whatever. So that, that's that's what. Yeah. Me. So give give me your thoughts on that. I mean, do you, do you think it's cool because at least they're making a, a good living? They can buy that house, take care of the family. So who cares what they do with them? Or do you think you know they? Should- no, I mean I'm I'm glad that they're there and they're making the money, but I feel like they should be using them more. Like I like Lucha Lucha is way better than regular wrestling like it's just more yeah. funnier more entertaining yeah. yeah and then when they leave you know they they go to a company that really you know puts them like andrade man they shine and now uh or, or mm-hmm. whatever but here's the thing uh Garza was on the the spanish interview and i just uh-huh. happened to be going through my uh internet and it came up, and he said that that's exactly what the guy uh, that was interviewing him said. He said, hey, you know, they don't really know how to use you guys. Should they get somebody in there that knows, you know, to, who to put you with and all that? He said, look, let me tell you something. Yeah. Regardless of, of what anybody says, 
when I first got to NXT, they totally took care of me. They helped me get an apartment. They paid me well so that I could be out in Florida, you know, and, and go to NXT. I would have to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning because they, they paid for my classes to learn English, you know, so I learned English, and, and you know, it helped me that much more. He said, so I, I absolutely have no complaints. Sure, I'd like to be a superstar, and I'd like to have a belt, but they did help me. So in that case, it seems like, you know, it is pretty cool because they're helping them, you know, on another level, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, teaching him English, paying for the classes, yeah. setting him up, that's awesome. Yeah, and then it, it's... But, yeah, right he now, could be making more. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, you know, I don't know what their contracts are or whatever, but especially for somebody like him, they, they put him mm-hmm. with uh, Humberto Carrillo, and they're like the, the Latin lovers. I can't remember what their name is or whatever, <laughs> but... But they're they're getting at least enough shine to when they leave, people are going to be like, yeah, bro, come over here, you know, and and we'll take care of you. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people. I don't want to say using it for a stepping stone because that that's top of the food chain, WWE. But a lot of them are like, yeah, cool. I mean, I'll do whatever. I just kind of to me, it bothers me when I see somebody who has very little talent going over on somebody who's got more talent than they'll ever. Yes, yeah, that bothers me too. Yes, yeah. I do. So, yeah. so what's the answer? Do you think the answer is? I don't know. Maybe. Go ahead. Maybe like, like okay, like yeah, they they seem cool, or whatever. But maybe they're like the dudes that don't want to pay their dues, though. But they're good, you know. Yeah. So maybe they just have bad attitudes, so people don't want to put them against good people. Well, you know. Oh, that's how I see it. Because usually, when you have yeah. good a good personality, you get further along in this, you know, and you don't have a yeah. like always wanting to fight with somebody like really well to me it's almost like you know when conan was working with dcw you know uh, paulie mm-hmm. was smart enough to say hey bro can you bring some of these guys over so he knew who to put to put with who and that that yeah. they all got shy and they all went to the promised land so i think they need somebody <laughs> in there who was like hey if we put these two guys together they're gonna blow the roof off this place but yeah you know vince mcmahon is the main guy so everything has to go through him so I don't think he would be as open to saying, yeah, let's do it. He'd be like, no, 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 I, I think we should do this or whatever. So you're kinda, your yeah. hands are kind of tied, and that's the way it's getting in AEW. Tony Khan is the main yeah. man. Everything has to go through him. I never thought I'd see Cody Rhodes back in WWE. But so yeah, they I like him. Limited him. Yeah, they kind of limited him. So he said, hey, well, if that's the way it is, I'm gone, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I think. You think that's the answer, getting somebody in there who can kind of say, hey, if we put yeah. these two guys together, it's really going to shine. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but they also you have to have the person in charge's ear so that they trust them, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, you can't you can't let the inmates run the asylum, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. Pete would never let that happen. You know, he, he would no. <clears throat> He would never let, like, you know, for us. Yeah, that's true. Well, My dad had his vision. Yeah. Yeah. And I would never think of going up to go, hey, well, I want to wrestle this guy because I think we'd be perfect. Yeah. Go, you know what? Do, do you want do you want to be laid up for three weeks or what? You know what I mean? <laughs> so we wouldn't even think of it. But I, hey, I wish them after seeing that interview, you know, props to them, man. They're taking advantage of it. Yeah. Or whatever. Let the chips Which fall they where should. they may. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sooner or later, you're either going to get noticed or you're going to get released, and you're going to go to somebody who can appreciate your talent. So, yeah. So good luck to those guys. But anyways. Uh, Sonia, uh, real quick before we get out of here, don't forget Tony Ray's got that big show coming up. It's 3PWA. It's Saturday, May 14th. It's called Raise the Roof. It's at the American Legion, post 7-2. 
which is at 936 Lemon Avenue in the city of Anaheim. Doors open at 630. Bell time is 7 p.m. If you want more information, just dial 818-873-3PWA for more info. Jimmy Mayhem and AJ Mana versus Tony Reyes and Sean Black. That's going to be some of those barn burners. They're going to be going at it, so make sure you check that out. And don't forget UWC, uh, Sonia, PG Jello, uh, Mike, P Jr. Every, we're all going to meet Sunday to get to get these loose ends tied up. I believe Manny's making a concerted effort to get these flyers out. Um, we've got a new guy that's going to print them out for us or whatever. So hopefully we'll have either have them there Sunday or you know be able to know yeah. when we should have them out. So. That's Major Love. It's Sunday, June 26th. It's at the Metroflex Sports Complex in the City of Hawaiian Gardens. Doors open at 1.30. First match is at 2 p.m. Tickets are $25. Kids 15. VIP tickets available. Don't forget, it's, I've gotten so much buzz about Santana Jackson. It's Santana Jackson and Sean Black versus Hellman Rose Crown and Guy Cool. It's going to be huge. And we got more stuff, you know, that we're working on and planning to get there. He, uh, some big news that we're going to talk about at the meeting. So I definitely look forward to it. I think this is honestly, not just because it's, uh, it's UWC, whatever. I think it's going to be show of the year with, with, with what yeah. we got planned and the matchups and stuff like that. It's, it, it's going to be huge. So I definitely look forward to it. Yeah, You've I can't wait. Have you been hearing a lot of buzz yourself or what's been going yeah, on? Yeah, a lot of people are excited. I have a lot of people who are, you're gonna probably go too. So we've well, been they're excited. Everybody's like, just keep reminding me. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've seen Santana Jackson wrestle two times since since mm-hmm. we booked him, and I am a nervous wreck. I'm like, oh, dude, dude, don't drop him, don't catch him, catch him. Catch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let him get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt before he gets out there. He's like, no, dude, I'm cool, I'm cool. All right, all right, good, good. So we definitely look forward to that. So Sonia, I will see yeah, you Kelly. Sunday. At the big meeting? Yep. Just for, just All right. as a side note, I did try the cold brew root beer. Root beer? Uh, so good, God. right? It was amazing. It was amazing. I don't want to addicted to it, so I got to take it easy on that. But maybe I might, yeah. you know, go ahead and have one on this Sunday, so I got something to look forward to. But anyways, we'll, we'll see you. Once a month is fine. Once a month to drink one of those is fine. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They got, not only do they have that, they have something called a funky narnar which is like a peanut butter caramel type of thing, and they have a funky monkey. Ooh. I mean, they got some crazy stuff that's really good. But I like the pop tart. <laughs> yeah, they got so much good stuff over there. So I'm up my goal a little bit earlier so I can throw down. But anyways, I'll see you <laughs> All right. and the team Sunday, and then we'll be back here on Tuesday. So we'll have some more information for UWC. Uh, we want everybody to stay tuned, Sonia. I will see you then. For the people listening, yep. we'll check everybody out next Tuesday. All right, Sonia, I'll see you then. Bye. Oh, guess what? Hold oh, on a what? second. Okay, I, I had the wrong song queued up. Now I got it. All right. We'll see everybody <laughs> next Tuesday. All right, Sonia, I'll talk to you then. <laughs> Bye.